Good morning and welcome back to Word Here and There, Inspirational Plus. I am Carolyn, your podcast host. Surface Appearances You can't judge a book by its cover. That expression holds true for many things in life, and Christianity is one of those things. A person can know all the spiritual things to say. She can be active in church, teaching, doing women's ministry, or singing in the choir. She can do all the right things. But if she isn't obeying God in her heart, she is a liar. How does this work? Obeying God begins in the heart. If she has private sins and attitudes that are disobedient to God, then all the works in the world will not make her holy. Obeying begins in the heart. If you aren't obeying him there, you'd better re-evaluate where you stand. Today's quote. Life is a circle of happiness. Sadness, hard times, and good times. If you are going through hard times, have faith that good times are on the way. Our story today is called Grandmother Nature. When I was a small child, I was one of the nine first cousins who spent summer vacations together at my grandparents' cottage on Deep Creek Lake in Maryland. My older cousin would be sailing and water skiing, and the younger boys would play trucks in the sand near the water. That's when my grandmother would find me sitting alone on the screened-in porch, feeling left out and out of place. She would take my little hand and talk me into a nature walk. It was a pretty easy sell. Nature walks with my grandmother were always an adventure. We would visit patches of bubblegum, pink mini mushrooms floating atop mounds of lime green moss, edged by matchstick moss that looked like toy soldiers with reed hats. One time we found a fairy ring a natural circle of mushrooms about four feet across. Other times we would find lady slippers or black-eyed Susans, Queen Anne's lace, Dutchman's breech or wild blueberries. Deep into the woods there were rotting tree stumps, home to spiders, salamanders, and Indian peace pipes. Everywhere we went we found interesting bugs, stones, and plants. In the spring, I would visit her in Ohio, and we would head out for the woods to find wildflowers, trout lilies, trilliumps, rattlesnake plant. We would trudge through forest floor, softened by spring rains, onward through the fiddlebacks, past the skunk cabbage, and over the partridge berry, until we found her mark. I would hold the newspaper open as she shoveled in 20 or more (laughs) jack-in-the-pulpits, They were destined for small paper cups to be delivered to an inner-city Head Start program. No matter what time of year it is, we always found adventure, and we always found some wonderful prize to bring home. A used hornet's nest, monarch larvae to raise, large pine cones or different shaped acorns. Each new discovery was a reminder to me that God was with me in this wonderful filled world, and I was not alone on this planet. Twenty years later, I found myself as a single mother with two young girls. Remembering the peaceful joy of my walks with my grandmother, I would take their little hands and start off for the woods. It was on those walks with my own children that I finally understood the joy of sharing the secrets of nature with small children. The honor of introducing a child to her first tree toad or a garden snake or watching her face as a monarch butterfly pumps its wings for the first time on the end of one of my children's fingers. 
It helped put things in perspective. I found solitude in those long, quiet walks, where the simple pleasures of finding a praying mantis are listening to the rustling of the trees which stir my heart and renew my peace. And again, as in the days of my own childhood, it was as if I knew that at the end of my long walk there would be at least one small miracle of God to remind me that I was not alone on the planet. As I write this, it has been 40 years since those walks with my grandmother. My daughters have graduated college and live in their own homes. It was on a recent visit to see my grandmother, who is now 98, that I was reminded of those rich and wonderful walks in the woods. As I sat across from her, holding her frail hand, I was eager to talk about our walks. I wanted to tell her at, it, at long last what children often forget to say. I wanted to say thank you for giving me a wonderful tradition and a legacy that I will pass down to my own grandchildren. I wanted to say thank you for noticing me sitting on the screened-in porch all alone when I was so small. And I wanted to share the delight of discovering God's world together one more time. Sorrow and frustration grew in my heart as I realized that she could not really understand me. Her blue eyes had become cloudy with blindness, and her hearing was all but gone. I knew she was feeling all alone, trapped in a body that had given up way before her spirit was ready, as alone as I had felt as a child at the summer cottage. How could I tell her what it had meant to me when she reached out when I was all alone? How could I reach her in her time of loneliness? How could I bring back the joy of our adventures and discoveries? I was overwhelmed by the obvious odds. I could not make her see or hear or walk. I was powerless. When she took her afternoon nap, I slipped out for a walk. It was a clear, crisp October day, and I started to pray. First, I asked God to forgive me for never letting her know the gift she was to me. Then I begged that he would show me how to reach her. As I walked... I had, I'm sorry, I had absentmindedly started picking up acorns and autumn leaves. I looked down, and there in my hands I saw God's answer. I spent the next hour gathering together a basket full of nature's treasures, as full of texture as I could. There were nubbly, wart-covered gourds and spiny pine cones, smooth acorns and crunchy fall leaves. I even found a farmer's stand that sold me a very bumpy, small pumpkin with folds so deep it looked like an orange accordion. It was topped with a coarse stem all twisted and turned like driftwood. I returned to the house. When my grandmother got up for dinner, I put the basket in her lap. She reached in and took out each treasure one at a time. She identified each one correctly, describing from memory the color, maple leaves of scarlet, green and yellow gourds, ten acorns, an orange pumpkin, silvery milkweed pods, brown oak leaves. She held each one up to catch the plumage smells and laughed until her eyes filled with tears. After 40 years, I was showing my grandmother the wonders of nature a whole new way by concentrating on what she could do instead of focusing on what she couldn't do. She went on a nature walk using her fingers and nose. It must be true that what they say that when you lose one sense, the remaining ones become stronger because touching and smelling those goodies in the basket was so powerful that it brought back Grandma's memory of all her other senses. For a moment, she was my strong and sturdy partner in crime, discovering the mysteries of the deep woods. 
God had given us a nature walk in a basket. And as always, the peace of God filled my heart as I was experiencing another little miracle to let me know that I was not alone on this planet after all. This is Carolyn with Word Here and There, Inspirational Plus. Take care of yourselves.